spirit. It's everywhere. Are we able to communicate with them? What can they teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. Now, your host of School Through Spirit, Diet Renee. Good Monday morning, everybody. This is Diet Renee here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB Talk Radio. Um, this is a radio show to, where I explore different people's lives, their journeys, and how spirit has impacted them. Now, I do talk with people of different modality, spiritual modalities and others that have just really found that spirit has touched their lives. Um, now, each week, I do have a small discussion on something that Spirit gives me to talk about, and then I go on to my guest. Now, my guest this week, oh, I am so excited. Oh, my God. I can't so excited, is Lisa Sampson. I am just over the moon top to have her back on, and I am saying back on because remember, I had her on last year. Um, to talk about her life, her journey. At that time, she had just written a book. She it was just accepted by Llewellyn um, Book Publishing Company. But she's back on today. And you know why? Because today is her launch day. Today is a day that Llewellyn releases that book. It is launched and we are doing it today on this show. I am so excited about this. I can't even tell you. I mean, I'm just over the moon excited about this because to me she is just a huge inspiration she's a woman that i went um and did my certification with through lisa williams we were in san antonio together we just clicked i mean oh i loved her you know i'll, I'll tell you we got stories of look at san antonio not a whole lot of green going on you know water not a whole lot of green and we were in this hotel you know, um, in this conference room and we we're just like, God, we need a ground. And we looked out, we'd just seen this little patch of green across the street, somebody else's corporation. And on breaks, we would run down there, jump in this corporation's little yard, no shoes. And they probably looked out the windows like, oh my God, what are those crazy ladies doing? But you know what? She's just, she's an awesome soul and awesome spirit. And we are going to talk about her, her book, Twin Flames today. It is just unbelievable. So I'm super excited that, you know what, not only, not only is this Lisa's day or Lisa's Leslie's day, but you know what, the fact that Llewellyn is part of this and they know, and they're just like, Hey, go talk about this. I am super excited. So, um, in a little bit, we're going to bring her in. Okay. Now remember, there's so many ways to find me this morning. Okay. So many ways. Some of those, wow, I love how the light is coming in on me. I need to do, I love the light in this room. My new office is awesome, but I have these amazing windows over here and they light, the light come in weird. I'm going to have to work with that. Um, Anyway, different ways to get a hold of me or see me this morning or any of our shows, guys. One, go directly to the website, and that's www.wltkdb. Um, that is easiest way, and it's a way to let us know who is watching. There is a live watch. You can watch the live stream in there. You can go in and comment, chat, whatever you need to do. Ask your questions, and it's a great place to do that. We are also on Facebook. Oh my God, Facebook. Um, again, you've all seen Facebook Lives. We're just streaming through StreamYard on doing it. So, you know, feel free to come through that way. 
We're also on YouTube. So if you're on YouTube watching the show, and we have a lot of YouTube subscribers, you can chat, comment through there also. Um, Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn, we are there. We are everywhere. Please come on. Your comments, your concerns, your questions, whatever, come on in. I'm so excited to hear from all of you. Um, and I'll tell you what, you guys are mind-blowing. The mind-blowing of the sport that you've given us. And not just myself in this show, but also the station. So it's amazing, and I'm super excited. Okay, with that being said, let's talk about what Spirit wanted me to talk about, okay? Um, and I'll tell you what, this is a biggie. This is a biggie. Um, there is so many energies going on around these days. So many. Uh, and I think, I don't even think you have to be a light worker to understand them, to feel them, to know what's going on, to feel the shifts, everything, everything. Um, and it can be very, very uncomfortable. It's very, it can be very uncomfortable. Um, but I'm going to tell you, there's an easy way to ride this out. There's a much easier way to ride this out. And I really have been coming to that self-discovery a lot lately. I will tell you it has been more and more, but no, no more than it was yesterday. And I'm just going to tell you a tidbit of what happened in my life. Um, I went to a friend, um, a, a friend from the past, uh, just a wonderful name. I'm just going to say her name is Deb, Debbie right now. Um, only because I don't have her permission to give her last name yet. Um, I will tell you though, her site I won't say your name, but I'll tell you her site, okay? So give me a sec. I'm always Googling, aren't I? I'm always, always looking, Googling, whatever it might be. Um, but I want to go there so you can go, oh, there you go. I'm not going to say your name because you can figure out her name by this, by this. But if you go to her site on Facebook, it's Dream Living Wellness. Dream Living Wellness, okay? Um, her name is Deborah, Debbie, um, Deb, you know... <clears throat> she's freaking phenomenal, freaking phenomenal. Um, you know, she's a blast from a past for mine. She is also, she was, she came back into my life a year ago, took one of my classes, just phenomenal. And now she's a hypnotherapist and oh my God, she's also a nurse and just the list goes on and on. Um, but yesterday I went to her and had a hypnotherapy session. Okay. I am so for hypnotherapy. Um, and I've had a few of them over the years. I've had a few of them, but it really wasn't until maybe this last year that they really started working to where I would just release, let go and let it happen. I always kind of got in the way. I blocked it. Um, it wasn't something I really wanted, whatever it might be. And, you know, I, as a matter of fact, I'll tell you what, with a different guest I had, Adam, Adam Dintz, he offered um, a free session. And right up until literally almost the moment I was already, and then I got terrified and I backed out, I backed out and I didn't understand at that point why, you know, I, I literally, I think at that point I put it out on, um, I wasn't the type of client he wanted, blah, blah, blah. Cause he was writing a book. And I thought, you know, that was it. That was it. And I was going to be part of that book. You know, part of my hypnotherapy would have been part of that. And I had a lot of excuses, a lot of excuses. And then I had a lot of regrets, tons of regrets why I didn't do it. So I've really spent a lot of time since then. And I've been working on myself and digging deep, just like everybody has. But this energy that we have been in for the last few months has been mind blowing. 
And it's really made me dig deeper than I ever have, you know, I think that I've ever had before, or at least consciously have. It's been making me break down and asking the questions why and looking into things of that nature. And then me and Deb sat down to have a discussion yesterday prior to prior to my hypnotherapy session, because, you know, she wants to know why you want this, why you're seeking that, all the wonderful clinical questions, which, oh, I applauded for that. And, um, and it was funny because just a few minutes prior to, you know, arriving at her office um, or her home, which is because she has a home-based office, I was really thinking, what was this about? I'm like, you know, I didn't want weight loss because I'm already on this huge weight loss journey. I, I mean, I don't know if you can tell, but I've been trying um, and that's okay if you can't, because it's all for me anyway. Um, but and I'd already quit smoking seven years ago. And I had a hypnotherapy session not that long ago that really worked on releasing some fears that I had, um, which I know worked because I'll tell you what, I have this fear of snakes. That's really unrational. It's a, it's a, it's very unrational. I mean, it's be rational if I lived in Texas or North Carolina or South Carolina, not necessarily rational in James and Wisconsin, because we don't have a lot of rattlers here. But I wouldn't even go into long grass with my hand, bare hands. Things wouldn't scare me. Um, and I have found since that session with Terry, you know, and I'm going to say Terry Flick because he's the one that did it. Um, and not a problem. I'm hands in first. Let's get through that grass, blah, blah, blah. And the whole time I'm thinking, oh, my God, fears are gone. This is this is rock star awesome. So I really thought about this. <laughs> it does, Andrea. Andrea, it says weight loss sucks at this age. Oh my God, Andrea, it does. <laughs> but that's okay because we're rocking and we're doing it. Um, but I'll tell you what, you know, I know it works. So I really thought, okay, that was cool. You know, I kind of left that one up to spirit because I didn't tell Terry what I did or didn't want because I was just like, let's get it done. So yesterday, I really thought about this on the way, and I thought, God, what it, what is it that I want to work on? You know, do I just want to do past lives? Because I've always wanted to do past lives. Do I want this? Do I want that? What? Do, why am I even saying yes? And then I thought, why did I say no to Adam? You know, why? What? What is? What is that block? What is that that is there that is stopping me? <clears throat> and I thought about it. And, you know, it was really weird because it was so quick. It was so quick because, you know what, that is spirit saying you are ready and you are ready to conquer this. You're ready to dig, dig deep and you are ready to conquer this. And it just, in the blink of an eye, was before me. And it was like, you have a lot of irrational fears of being seen. Being seen. Oh, depressing at times. I love to know who I am in past life. And it's awesome, Andrea. I will tell you what. And you tell me what area you're in, you're, excuse me, you're in, I will lead you to a phenomenal um, therapist um, because now I know at least three, but I will tell you what, it told me, you know, to look at irrational fears of being seen, being seen. And, and that's crazy, isn't it? Being seen. And people don't realize because, you know, I do have this website. I am all over Facebook. I am traveling all over the country doing galleries. I am on this radio show, but it has taken me a ton of effort to do this. I am terrified every time, almost like stage fright, terrified. Oh my God, what are they going to think about me? Um, what are what are they going to look at me for? What are they going to do this? What are you know, terrified of 
don't even know. Don't even know. Um, then I'm going to say, go see Deb. And she says she's in Janesville. So I'm going to break for a second. Andrea, I want you to go see Deb at, um, what I said before, make sure you write it down. Um, Todd, if you can write this in the comments, I'd be so happy about it. If you did, just so that Andrea and anybody in the Janesville, Rock County, Dane County area can see, um, do, do, do. If you can just put up, if possible, dreaming, dream, living wellness. Um, because I'm able to comment on this side, but Dream Living Wellness, and her name is Deb. Um, anyway, going back to it. So, you know, this has been, it's been quite a, a quite a journey for me to do this. And so we went in there and um, thank you so much. Um, so literally being able to do that, I went, you know, we went in there and I told her I had these wonderful, these wonderful fears, these wonderful fears. And I'd really like to, I'd like to find out where they came from. And I told her, I really, I really felt like it came before this life because I can't remember a time in my life where um, I wasn't out there in some aspect, wasn't out there in some aspect. You know, people tell me I stick out like, a, you know, like a, 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 I stick out in a crowd and it's not that I try. They just tell me I do. Um, so it's not something I try to do. It's just something that happens. Um, but always being afraid of being seen um, and what people will think, say, do, um, whatever it might be. And it's always been there my whole life. So it was really interesting. And it, it was just phenomenal to be able to go into this, this hypnosis session. And I'll tell you what, it was like none other. I can't believe how deep I went. I can't believe how e at ease I was. I can't believe how relaxed I was and trusting. And my body just went, whatever, let's do this. And went into this, went into this session. And it was just one, two, three, out. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, now it's 24 hours. I think I remember everything of my past lives that she took me into. Because she did. She took me into my first past life. And I'm not going to say, you know, much about it. Um, the first couple of the past lives other than the first was the first in conception in conception of my life. The first life I ever had here that at least my conscious was remembering. And it was amazing. I, I felt comfortable. I felt at peace. I felt strong. I was who I was. I had no fear of me. Um, I was a healer. Um, in that lifetime, I would say, I'm not going to say witchy woohoo, but very magical, um, very much believed in the elements, uh, you name it, it was there, but I was very trusting of who I was and the society or the population that was around was very trusting of it, very comfortable in it. And it was amazing. It was just like, oh, I wanted to be back there. She took me into the next lifetime. And again, another lifetime, it must have been around the 1200s, 1300s, somewhere in there. and. I was picking, I was in the woods, I was picking barks and berries and different herbs and leaves and flowers. And I was taking them back to my little house and um, completely, completely at ease of, of making um, medicines per se, medicines uh, for population of people. And people would come to me out into this wooded area and totally okay with being a healer and helping and whatever it was people sought me for that and I was I wasn't hiding it was just my happy place this is where I felt amazing 
And then she took me into the next lifetime. <clears throat> and it was 1792. And I was living in a life of shame. I was living in a life of hiding. I knew who I was. Even in that lifetime, again, a lot of a lot of witchy woohoo, a lot of healing, a lot of what others would consider magic. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, teaching my children um, the whole 10 yards, proud of who I was, but hiding who I was. And it was out of a fear of being shunned, a fear of what people would think, a fear of what friends would do. I, I kept myself very secluded. I, I didn't let internet. There I am. Sorry if I lost internet connection for a second, but it brought a huge fear of hiding who I am. And I really do believe I've had that fear since, literally since um, that time period of, you know, because I was found out in that time period, you know, I was able to see a person that, that was literally covered in blood. And I went and laid hands on them and, and, and threw some medicines on them and was able to help clot the blood and get the blood to stop bleeding or the blood to stop bleeding, the person to stop bleeding. And in that lifetime, I kept saying, it's no big deal. And they kept saying, thank you. Thank you. I'm like, it's no big deal. Forget about it. Just let it go. And I was trying to scurry away because I was terrified of what was going to happen. And literally in that lifetime, my worst fears came true and I was shunned and laughed at and things thrown at my house. And you know, my husband had already been passed away and I had my children and trying to protect my children. And I literally ran from where I lived in that community. And I ran to what we would be considered a different country now, you know, um, and just terrified. And I do believe I brought those irrational fears of time. And I'll tell you what, after the session, learning to go within, learning to to know where those fears come from gives me that opportunity to go, okay, okay. I don't have to be shunned in this. I mean, they might shun me, but I don't really care. They might laugh at me for my beliefs. It's whatever, you know what I mean? And I have to understand that. And I have to know that and I have to accept it. And I have to know that I am who I am and be proud to shine my light. And I think a lot of people are going through that right now. I think a ton of people are going through that. I really do think the energies, especially with this last Mercury retrograde, um, it was all about digging deep and getting rid of irrationalizations and looking within and just pushing past. And I think some of those energies are still here with us. And I think we're still pushing. I think we're still growing and we're still digging deep and we're still trying to find where we're going. And it's just so amazing when we do that, isn't it? It's amazing. It's amazing to be on this journey of self-discovery, isn't it? And I love the fact that we live in a time, and I'm not going to say so much a community, because we all don't live in a community that really maybe supports, um, supports all that, okay? But we do live in a time of which we can find a lot, of like-minded people within our communities, um, on internet, uh, social media sites, um, wherever it might be, where we can find that love and that support and be able to push on. 
And it's amazing that we can do that. It's amazing that we can do that because we don't have to feel trapped. We don't have to. And I think as a society, we are growing. I think we are expanding. I think we are, even general populace that maybe didn't feel the energies before are starting to feel those energies now. And I think even on their own right or their own um, way of being, they are growing in their own. You know, people are learning to push past what they thought before. You know, just like with myself, I I am signing up for classes again. I am signing up to do things to be seen, going, oh, my God, this is really going to make me seen. You know, um, all of these amazing things that are happening before I was terrified of. And now I'm looking at them like, hey, let's go do this. I might still be scared. You know, it's natural to be scared. It's natural to be fearful. <clears throat> Excuse me, because it's an unknown. It's an unknown. Who's not? I mean, we can be a, a, a totally thrilled of the unknown, but at the same time, have an underlying fear of, oh, God, no. And I'll tell you what, that is part of this. But being able to push through those, being able to push through and go forward and be able to just go, you know what? <clears throat> These are doors that spirit is opening. These are doors on my path that say, hey, it's time. This is your time. This is your time to push through and to be all that you can be. God, that sounds like the American dream, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. But isn't that what the American dream is? Being all you can be, all of that you think you can be, all that you want to be. And I think in this time and age, it is our time to do that. So I know for myself, that is one thing I'm working on. And it'd be interesting to see if that is what you guys are working on also. What are you doing to push past? What are you doing to say, hey, this is my time to shine. This is my time to just go, 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 you know? Um, excuse me, I got to take a drink. Oh, I need to show these off. I need to show these off, guys. I need to show these off. I love my cups. I love my cups. Um, they are my psychic medium logo cup. It's my logo. A student and wonderful friend Ellen did these for me. And I love, love, love them. I can't even tell you. Um, I, you can tell I've used it nonstop. I'm going to find a way to seal them. Um, and I'm a huge water person. So perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, anyway, and they gave me great inspiration. <laughs> inspiration to be out there and see what out. Thank you. I love them too, Andrea. I love them. Um, I'll tell you what. She made them in copy versions too. I'm telling you, I love these things. I might have to find a site that does this and make my own merchandise. Everybody's going to have to tell me if you'd want this stuff. I'd put it on my website if you want it. You know what I mean? I would do it. I would so do it because I love my logo. Oh, my God. I think the hypnotherapy is working already. I'm like, hey, look at my cup. Look at my cup. If you want them, let me know. I will find a company that will make them um, because I love them. I love, love, love. Look at She also did it on black and white on the coffee cup. Fantastic. Um, anyway, <laughs> going on. What are you doing to push past your fears? What are you doing? You know, what are you? Ooh, wow. 
my stomach just did a twinge, did a huge twinge. Well, what are you doing to push past your fears? What are you doing to say, you know what? It's okay for me to be seen for who I am. Excuse me. It's okay for me to um, do all I do for me. It's okay for you to shine your light. <laughs> Thank you, Leslie. Uh, what, what are you doing? What are you doing for you? You know, because that's that's really kind of a hard, hard thing, a hard lesson. Um, uh, Teespring. Oh, thank you. I think I got to look into Teespring to see for merchandise. Okay. Um, I'm going to check into that, guys. And you know what? I'm going to have some merchandise designed and put on a website. How's that sound? And that way, if y'all want to buy some, you can, because I love my logo. I love my logo. Um, I left that into the hands of a beautiful design artist and they created it. So I love it. Um, and, uh, but what are you doing for you? What are you doing for you? Okay. Um, what are you doing for you to let yourself out of that bag, let yourself out of, uh, whatever kind of confinement you might have yourself in? What, what are you doing? I know for me, I know for me. I'm not going to tell you where I'm going or what I'm doing because it's really got to be a secret, but I'm going someplace this, this weekend in some part of the country to do something I've never done before to be on a TV show. Can you believe it? I know this has been coming up. I was asked to do this a few months ago and I can tell you, I've been terrified to say, yeah, I would, I did it. I've booked my airplane. My, Claire, my rental car, my everything, but was terrified to do this. Now I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. You know, I'll go buy some jeans that fit because I've lost a few pounds. Uh, put on my best, you know, boots because I love my boots. Let's go rock this. Let's go see what's going to happen. Let's, let's do whatever. You know, I, it's also, I will tell you, it's also about doing paranormal. And it's another thing I've been terrified to do, even though I've done a few, I've been terrified, terrified, but I'm like, let's go do it. Let's, let's go find out. I'm a medium. I mean, I don't want them to jump out and say boo, but let's go do it anyway. Let's go see what the universe has to offer for me. Let's go see the opportunities the universe has for me and let's go, let's go. You know what I mean? Let's just go do this. And I think it's pretty exciting. I think it's amazing. Okay. So this week, I want you to think about something that holds you back. Something that you have fear with. Something that you would normally want to do, but maybe have a hard time doing. And I want you to think of different ways to do it. And if you can bring yourself to doing it, go for it. Okay? And then I want to hear about it. So I want you to message me all about it. Okay? Because that's what I'm going to do this week. And let's see how far we can grow together. Okay? So with that being said, I'm going to take a quick break. Okay? And when I come back, we'll have Miss Leslie Sampson with me. Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'll see you in a few minutes. This is Jet Renee with School Through Spirit on WL2KDB.
Looking to launch your new masterpiece? Then try something new with Moonbow Publishing and Publications. At Moonbow, we have a strong desire to serve authors in a powerful and meaningful way. After all, you've poured your heart and soul into your writing and we fully understand and respect that. Remember this, you will own the copyright to your work. You will have the final say on your work before published. Even after all of that, we've saved the best for last. We won't take a percentage sold. Nope, not a penny. Excited about MoonbowPublications.com yet? We thought so. Take advantage of our company's services like book editing, formatting, and covers, publishing, and photography. Moonbow Publishing and Publications has everything you're looking for in a company. Remember, we will not keep any commissions. We are a boutique publishing company focusing on spiritual, health and wellness, and personal growth genres. So come and see what we can do for you at MoonbowPublications.com. That's MoonbowPublications.com. Moonbow Publications, a new kind of publishing company. Welcome back to Yet Renee here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB. I blocked a lot of the sunlight. <laughs> anyway, let's bring in Miss Leslie Sampson. <clears throat> Hello. Hi, Leslie. Hi. I'm so excited to you see you. Hear me. <laughs> I can hear you. I can't hear, I can hear anything. You. Everybody, Leslie's having a few technical I can only see your face. I can't hear you. You can you can't hear me? Oh I just got audio. Um can you hear me now? I can hear no. you now. Awesome. <laughs> Hi. I am so excited to have you. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me back. I appreciate it so much. I I am so I'm so happy for you. I was telling people about you like, oh my God, this is your book launch day. I love this. I love this. <laughs> it's my book launch day and nothing but technical difficulties, but we're going through it. We're working through it. So we're that's good. Okay. That's what we have to do, right? We just have to push. We have to push, push, push and make it like, hey, we're going to make this happen. <laughs> yes. Definitely. You know, I wanted to tell you right. Yeah, I wanted to tell you right off the bat, straight off, uh, that I loved what you were speaking about earlier about going outside, stepping outside the box, stepping into your fear, and going through it. Uh, because you know, uh, welcome to my biggest fear, right here. I have everything <laughs> I've been working on for the last twenty years in this book, and now everybody has the chance to read it. So. I completely understand what you were talking about. And I just wanted to say bravo. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's not it's, going into your fears isn't easy, is it? It's just, it's a terrifying thing. And, and I don't think people realize really, um, it's one thing to have a fear because we all have fears. Every, I mean, everybody's got a fear of something, you know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. But to, to, to understand that fear is one thing, but to really push past that and go, I am just going to do it anyway. <laughs> that Amen. is more terrifying than the fear itself. <laughs> it is. It is. It totally is. Like, because you get so used to having, 
you know, everything encapsulated in your own little world where everything's safe and nobody can make fun of you. And then all of a sudden that happy little capsule opens and the world comes pouring in and you're just kind of like, what did I do? Your first instinct is to retract and to go back and to rebuild the wall and be like, no. But then it's, it's, you know, once you step out of it and you allow, allow yourself to have that fear, allow yourself to push through it, give yourself permission. Because once you do that, gosh, (laughs) everything, the doors just open so wide. Yeah. Because now you've set your intention. You're you're working with, you know, your your purpose. And I just think it's amazing and it's beautiful. But it takes you oh, it took me a while to get there. <laughs> so it, I think it does for everybody. You know, I mean, for me, I have to go get hypnotized. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I mean, I might have been able to do it without the hypnotherapy, you know what I mean? But <laughs> sometimes you have to go you where know, does it come from. Where does it come from? I feel you. I had, I I recently had a a PLR or sorry, past life regression uh, session with someone else and uh, which I hadn't done in a while. So I was very excited to have it done. And I went in, I went into it like, yay. And I came out of it. I was like, Oh God, what did I just do? Because I didn't need all of that information right now. (laughs) But apparently I, apparently I did, but I didn't need it right now. You know? So I got you. I feel you. It it's was, always about broadening and expanding and, and learning more. So it, but still. It is, it is, it's awesome, you know, but it also gives you a good inclination of why your brain works the way it does. You know, I mean, I exactly. know like, I, I'm like, a, like I said before, I'm not going to talk about the first, you know, um, first life that I was able to see, which she believes was my very first life. Cause she literally said, let's go to your very first one as, you know, a human, whatever. Um, and bring that forward. And in that lifetime, I seen things as a big picture. I didn't see the small, the small things. I didn't see the small pictures. I seen everything as a big picture. You know what I mean? Everything was like on this grander mm-hmm. scheme. So I went, Oh, that's why I'm that way this lifetime. Cause I just look at things like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, cause it's because I'm an Aquarius, but I guess it's not. You know I mean? No, the Aquarius just helps it along a little bit, you know. Right. And you know about astrology, right? A little bit or no? Uh, I know enough. I know enough to be dangerous. There you go. Hold on. I'm sorry. Audio. You're fine. It's okay. You're killing I, me today. Everybody, this is going to. Everybody, gonna this is going to. We're going to work through this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's been one of those mornings, so I appreciate it's, you working it's, with me. We'll make it happen. We'll make, we'll make it happen. Um, <laughs> I can hear myself. <laughs> I know it's strange, strange, and I I put my uh, earbuds in so that uh, that would not, ha- and uh, that's the fir- that's the first thing that happens. So we have no more earbuds. Sorry about that. It's, we'll make like I said. We'll make it work. You know, we'll make it work. Um, what was I saying? Now I can't remember what I was saying. Um, apparently it wasn't important. <laughs> so everything is important. We'll come back. Don't worry. It's always going to come back. So what is this book about? I want to spend as much time as I can on this book. So what's it about? Well, basically it is actually about finding your twin flame in this book. We define what that is, the history of it, where the concept originated that brought it into the consciousness 
And then there are about 15 or so different processes in this book that uh, assist you in actually locating and determining whether or not you've actually found your twin flame. So uh, we use, let's see, numerology. Uh, we use astrology, genealogy. We use uh, various uh, methods of divination. Um, and it's, we even delve into the Akashic records. So, um, Yes. Yeah, so in this book, it's just, it's it's designed to be a, a tool to help you. I've discovered through my research that so many people are on a journey to find their twin flame. And what they don't realize is that you are already connected. Okay. It's just a matter of bringing it into your consciousness. So this book, that's kind of the underlying intention, the underlying goal is to bring it into the consciousness so that that connection can actually come to fruition. Okay. No matter who we're on the other side. So that's what it's about. <laughs> what would you say something like for myself? Because, um, and I, I know now after yesterday, this is a pattern. I am like totally okay with being by myself. I, I'm totally okay with not having that person next to me. You know what I mean? I wouldn't, I, I would almost even go to the point of going, don't know if there really is somebody for me. You know what I mean? Like maybe this lifetime, I'm just supposed to be AKA alone. You know what I mean? And I am totally okay with this. You know, I, it's like sex is not big. This is, I don't need to snuggle. I, not that all that wouldn't be nice. I Don't get me wrong, but literally I'm okay with myself. So what do you say to somebody that really is kind of like me that says, would I even have a flame? That sounds weird. <laughs> I, would say, I would say 100%. The answer is yes. Everybody has a twin flame. Okay. The common misconception or misconception about twin flames is that they're there. That's actually not the purpose of twin flames. Okay. Don't get me wrong. If you actually develop a loving relationship with your other half, fantastic there's nothing wrong with that but the purpose is soul evolution so if you've reached a point where you are comfortable enough with yourself like I, i'm with you i'm the same way i'm comfortable with myself i don't have to have another person with me it would be nice don't get me wrong right uh but you know the person i want <laughs> i don't know if that is there you know right. maybe but in connecting with your twin flame, you're actually working together on a soul level. Okay. It's not all about love. So um, do you have a twin flame? 100% absolutely. Okay. Do you want to work with your twin? Sometimes it just happens because you are you are connected to one another at soul inception. inception. So Sometimes the work between you just happens and you're not consciously aware of it. And then other times you want to bring that into your consciousness so that you can understand where that connection is, how that connection is, what your purpose and point is in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's almost like working, I guess, with a mirror version of yourself, although you're not opposites, you're actually equal. Oh, okay. I like that. So I'm going to ask some questions that 
you know what I, I don't know if they're idiotic questions or they're or they're more human questions than soul questions does that make sense okay. no worries i understand the soul but and i know not everybody does so let's bring into gender because everybody i know like people will stop and think like because i am more attracted to men would my, my twins flame naturally be a man or would it or what would it be does that make sense it makes sense uh the general belief is that it's the opposite sex however i do not share that belief uh because you're the you're equal at a soul level gender really doesn't come into play uh, and i actually go into this a little bit more in detail in the book but because when the soul is generated and split apart it contains the exact same spiritual dna so both halves have both divine feminine and divine masculine in it, which is where you'll, if, you know, in the twin flame universe, you'll hear a lot of people talk about divine feminine and divine masculine. But my contention and my belief is that the soul contains both. So you can incarnate in whatever sex you choose to, or not even identify as a sex. Right. And you still have a twin flame because you have a soul that is equal to yourself. Now in human terms, if you're more attracted to men, great. Could your twin flame actually incarnate as a man? Yes, that is possible. They could also incarnate as your best friend. Oh, there you go. That so I think everybody putting that pigeonhole into, it can only be male and female, it excludes so many people. And in fact, kind of early on, yeah, in my in my research early on, I was I actually did that myself. I was kind of like, oh, it's got to be divine masculine and divine that it's got to be ma male and and then I was just like, wait a minute, the soul doesn't <laughs> the soul doesn't know what gender you are. <laughs> it doesn't care. <laughs> you know, and even if you don't gender identify, still, I think it's important to not be exclusive. When the whole entire concept of twin flames is so inclusive because it's about divine consciousness. Right. So that's my answer to that question. Does, yeah, do you have to have, you know, the opposite sex? No, you don't. Okay. I like that. I like that answer because I know that's one people bring up, you know, and that's what I, you always, well, I can't say you always, but I've always seen as people have always said it had to be either this or this. You know, so let's kind of touch back a little bit, <clears throat> a little bit from where we've started, because I kind of went at this like everybody knows what a twin flame is. And so let's kind of go back a few questions here and tell people, because you've been like touching on it a little bit. What is a twin flame? What is it? Okay. When <laughs> a soul is created, and I'm going to say when God creates a soul, but God is, of course, your understanding of, is of a higher consciousness, or however you define that. But when God creates a soul, he creates it. He creates it uh, and then splits it in half. Okay. These two halves are called twin flames because they have the same spiritual DNA and the same soul blueprint within each half of the soul. But these two souls are also complete. I don't want to give the impression that it's like you cut an apple in half. That's not it. They're actually two complete souls because you know, when he cuts them in half, it's just, you know, 
it's just to create more souls, but these souls are <laughs> equal. Not just being lazy. <laughs> right. These souls are equal in every way. And then they are also connected by a sort of, I guess I want to, I usually call it like an umbilical cord that is uh, made up of their unique soul pattern. So no one else can actually create it or destroy it or recreate it. It is what it is. And that's one of the ways that you can actually discern who your twin flame is. So, but that's what it is. It's two equal halves of the same soul. Each soul has the same soul DNA and the same soul blueprint. So yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that because that is one thing. Um, Cause obviously I've not done nearly the research you have. I've only kind of got little snippets here and there um, that you see on social media or, or whatever, you know, and um, people always, you know, most people I say, oh my God, I met my twin flame. We're together. It's just the perfect love. It's the perfect this. It's the perfect that, you know, and it, it, but you're going, really? I mean, that sounds boring. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, is I agree with you. I, I've read all of that stuff too. I belong to so many different groups online about twin flames and it's constant. It's either... I found them and I love them and they left me or I'm looking for them and everything is, you know, blissful and or terrible. There's no happy in the middle in between. And I was thinking like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, the twin flame relationship is a roller coaster ride. It is not perfect. It is life changing. It is earth shattering because you're literally encountering your equal mm -hmm. honestly. So is it going to be perfect all the time? <clears throat> no. Oh my gosh. No. Is it going to be, uh, you know, stressful all the time? It's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be a beautiful experience, but it's a for real roller coaster. Sometimes it feels like you're throwing, you know, gas on a flame. And other times it's like that flame is barely burning, but it's still there. Right. That's what I mean by roller coaster. It just keeps going like that. So that's why... In reading all of these things, you know, my twin, you know, my twin flame and I are together and we're so blissfully happy. I'm happy for you. I really am. But then that makes me think in the back of my mind, are they really twin flames? Because uh, how how long did they work to, to, to uh, go through all of the stages and the steps that exist? You know, I'm naturally curious. I want to know. Um, and I did outreach and ask folks, you know, and be like, you know, hey, so can would you mind sharing with me? Because I'd love to hear it. Because my own experience was a little different than most of the things that you read online. So I was naturally curious. <laughs> well, yeah, because and I think when I see somebody that is a lot like me, I tend to not like them. Because they've also got all those bad traits I don't like about myself that I have to work on. So I'm thinking yeah. if I found somebody that's my identical, I'd be like, oh, who's going to get the rifle first? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're going to be just as irritated as I am. <laughs> oh my God. Exactly. Is that is communicate or are we going to go hide into the bedroom and just say we're not talking? <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I mean, meeting your equal on uh, that's on a soul level. When you guys, if you're incarnate both on earth, yes, you're going to have so many commonalities that, yeah. You're gonna want to smack the crap out of them. You really are, and that's what the roller coaster is about. 
because through every through every craziness there's also a, a plateau where things are wonderful and then again it'll ramp up and these are all about lessons and evolving the soul because once the soul is evolved it never stops right when but once it is evolved from its previous point where you've learned lessons and you're like, wow, man, dude, I tried this, but let me just tell you, you could try it, but, and you start sharing the lessons and the information that you've learned. That's part of the whole twin flame gig. That's part of being a light worker as well, because you're sharing and hoping to enlighten the consciousness and raise it. Right. When I say that the point of twin flames is soul evolution, yeah, that's correct. It's all, it's your my soul and the soul of everyone else. Because eventually, you know how it works. It's like a domino. One person will say something and another person will go, oh, wow, that's great. And then it'll come up with another person. Oh, wow, that's great. You know, so eventually it, you know, it has that domino effect. So that's why. For example, mm -hmm. <laughs> I we did this. I did not write this by myself. My twin flame is on the other side. He helped me. Oh. Um, but together, you know, we did this together in is to show what we have learned and how we have grown, and hopefully to help others. So that's the whole. Yeah, okay. I mean, you know, if people, wanna, yeah, if people want to have the love thing with their twin flame. I applaud them. I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. But I just want people to understand that's not the whole point. <laughs> oh, and that's just it. Yeah. So let's touch on that. You know, you're like you just said, and I don't know if that slipped high a lot of people's ears. Your twin side is twin side. Your twin flame is on the other side. So how did you come to that realization? And then learn to work with them or talk with them or, you know, I mean, I get it. I understand it. Well, I at least understand the talking to them part, but the whole rest of it. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a long story, but in short, I was at a period of my life where I was very low and I had prayed and asked for, <laughs> I asked for my life to be over basically. And uh, not that I wanted to commit suicide. I would not do that. But I wanted the existence that I was living to be over with. I was done with it. It, was, I did, it wasn't working for me. Right. And so shortly thereafter, <laughs> my um, intuition really started to come back out again. And I encountered a soul that when he was in life, I knew of him, but I didn't know anything about him, you know, like really. And uh, he started to come visit, which initially was like, what the heck? <laughs> Sorry, that dog in the background. I can't. <laughs> I, he has a say on this too. He's, in, I, he's like, I love him. You got to meet him. I've talked to him lots. <laughs> but, uh, but no, so, and then in connecting with my higher guidance, you know, my angelic guidance and things like that, I, that's how I learned that this soul I had met initially was my twin flame. And I said to my uh, guides and angels, I said, what is that? And what does it mean to me? And then once they explained it to me, I was like, <laughs> okay, prove it. <laughs> I'd have been the same way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, 
there were a few little other words in there that I'm not going to repeat, but basically that's what it was. Okay. We're like prove it, you know, because I, I'm a very, I'm a skeptic by nature. I can't help a number of Virgo. So I, I'm going to, I want you to show me these things and to prove to me that, okay. And so every class I took, every conversation I have with, you know, people, something would come out. Right. You know, I call my, my twin Chico. That's his nickname. And I've had people actually mention his name in conversation and they have no idea who they're talking about. So I'm like, Oh God, spirits talking through you. Dang it. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, it was uh, an awakening for me on so many levels. And so that's how that really happened. He kind of answered my prayer. God sent my other half to help me out. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's, short version of the story I think that's like my perfect other half you know what I mean so I can still go shopping when I want and go on vacation when I want and wear what I want <laughs> you well, like okay. I want <laughs> but for, hey. me, yeah, for me like in the morning it's like okay so we're gonna wear this and here's your schedule you know like I'm just like dude really <laughs> but um I, love it. But, uh, I have to say that if I hadn't been a medium, which, you know, I think is amazing within itself, but if I hadn't been a medium, it would have been a lot harder to communicate. Right. Now, how has this book and the work you've done affected the rest of your life then? Let's, let's go there. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, we're just supposed to talk about twin flames today. Well, it's part of it. <laughs> I'm going in depth of Leslie because I want everybody to go. This is a woman I love and I need to read her book. Books. I want to say books because I hear books, books, books. Like there's more books. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I must be psychic. <laughs> um, but how is this really writing this book, putting yourself out there? How has this changed you? Changed life? Um. Well, honestly, uh, it's almost like another awakening, you know. Because when I first started my twin flame and I started on my spiritual path, it was a pretty big awakening. Right. I mean, my entire life was inside out, topsy turvy, upside down. I couldn't, I couldn't turn around twice with and know where I was. It was insane, and. So putting this book together and learning that, you know, I had all of this information and how to organize it and how to help, you know, use that information to help others was another awakening. It was like, wow, because I never thought about it in this way. You know, like, for example, talking about um, just for an example, Chico and I have basically the same astrological chart. Oh, wow. And is that for every twin flame? No, it's not. But ours is that unique that it's almost exactly the same. And so naturally, I'm sitting there going, I have all this information. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. Because once I found out his birthday and all that stuff, I was like, wow, this is fun. Let's type this in and see what our charts look like. Oh, wow. really? I had all this information for like years before I realized, wait a minute. Let me go back and look at this again. So it was like a whole other experience of going wow that's how i know with a hundred percent certainty that no matter what twin flames will 
always incarnate in a way where they're clearly visible to one another. So it doesn't matter if it's, you know, numbers or astrological chart or birthdays or anything like that. There will be something about each one that is discoverable by the other or that makes complete and total sense. Um, you know, common numbers, common signs, common signals that you never would, you never would think about these things just in normal everyday passing, you know? Right. But then we put all the puzzle pieces together, as we talk about in here, um, and you put all the puzzle pieces together and you sit there and go, wow. So that's kind of what it was like for me. I had all of this information and once I figured out, um, how to put it all together and and yeah. delve into a deeper Hold on, Andrea's got to leave. She says she's going to look for your book. I believe you can go to Amazon, Llewellyn, everywhere, Walmart. Go get it. <laughs> we'll talk more about that in a little bit, but I want Andrea to know before she left. <laughs> but go on. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, it's okay. I think I was done. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, the whole time you we were talking, I'm thinking, okay, you, you're talking about astrological chart this and that now um it's funny because i talked about this a little bit last week on my on the show and because i just for some reason i don't do astrology i'm way too much i i started to think about it back in the day i went i'm an aquarius let's just call it a day i'm born at the cost and i really am born at the cost but like in between capricorn and aquarius if there's a time that's right there it's me you know so I thought, ah, got to hear it my butt. So let's look further in this. So I found some site and did this. And they gave me my moon rising, which happened to be Scorpio. And then it had to give me a little bit more and then say, I was born on the very end of a waiting mode. So when I'm going, I'm like, what's that mean? And it basically says I see big pictures. That I don't know how to shut up. And I, I feel like I know everything. <laughs> I'm like, make some it makes so much sense, but if my twin flame has that, we're in trouble because I can't imagine the discussions of we're both thinking we both know it all. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, the really interesting thing about um, astrology, specifically twin flame astrology, is that a lot of people will dive into the deep end of the pool with it. Mm -hmm. You know, they really want to know, like, you know, their cusps and the moons and the, you know, they want to know all of that, which is great. I have it all. Right. Can I tell you exactly down to the point, exactly a hundred percent what it means? Mm -mm. I think where I'm at, I'm good at for a while. I can tell you about what it means. You know, I can tell, I can give you the generalities. I am not, I don't consider myself an astrologer by mm. any means, but then I realized something really easy. When it comes to twin flames, I said it before, I'll probably say it again before we're done yet. It doesn't take much to recognize them. So just by having commonalities and similarities on your chart, does that mean that your twin flame has to be an Aquarian? It just has to, you know, your, your twin flame will incarnate as a compatible sign. There you go. Okay. It just so happens that, I mean, if I got to be honest, uh, Chico is actually on the Leo Virgo cusp, if I got to be honest, but he has more 
from my understanding and in, in learning about him, he has more of the Virgo tendencies than anything. So, but we're still both Virgos. Right. And uh, that's going to be dangerous a, itself. <laughs> <laughs> my mother's a Virgo. So very strong Virgo. <laughs> I got, and it's funny because I mean, just another example, our birthdays are two weeks apart. My original due date was actually his birthday. Oh, wow. Um, you know, so you find out these little things during research. And it took me a long time. I mean, I, it wasn't just bam, poof, I got this information. I had to literally, I mean, I was also learning and, you know, you know, doing mediumship at the time and learning how to communicate with spirit in a proper way and doing all this stuff. And so it was all kind of happening at the same time. So I just had random bits of information <laughs> and finally they made sense. But no. Right. You know, yeah, your twin flame is going to incarnate as someone who's complimentary to you in every way. I love that. So, you know, you just said that because we know Chico's on the other side. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how, you know, you got so much information. How were you able to research? I know this might sound idiotic, but how are you going to research somebody that's dead? You know what I mean? Or maybe it has not incarnated during this lifetime of your existence. Does that make sense? I understand what you're saying. Because there's, a lot, um, there's not a lot of history. If, say your twin flame was literally last time incarnated was 200 years ago. I mean, it's like, how are you going to find that? You know? And the answer is both simple and complex. <laughs> but it's the Akashic Records. Okay. The Akashic Records holds all of the information of the history of a soul. Okay. So if I went back all the way to the origin of my soul, and ask the records, um, excuse me, Akashic Records, who's my twin flame? They're going to show me the connection. Okay. And I can ask. I mean, I, I can't open his Akashic Records, of course, because he's on the other side. But I can ask subsequent questions. Okay, well, in his most recent lifetime, when was that? Okay. What was his name? Was he a male or a female? Or did he identify? You know, so these are questions that you can actually ask to find out. Now, I got a little lucky because I knew a couple of folks who knew Chico uh, in life. Um, that's how I knew of him. I just didn't know anything about him as a person because I had never, I, we had never encountered each other to my knowledge that I can remember on earth. So, um, which is hysterical because I know we've been in the same place at the same time a couple of times, but never talked to him. Um, and he, um, so I, I got lucky in the sense that I did know a couple of mutual friends. Um, but for the most part, that's how I found out. I opened the Akashic records once I learned how to do that. Took I was going to say, because you know, that's my next question, right? <laughs> I'll, I'll answer that one too, uh, when you ask, um, but once I learned how to work within the records and just ask those questions, the information flowed it flowed and so i was able to learn and then obviously once i got on board with a little bit better with my mediumship i could just ask him directly so that was a bonus uh, but the akashic records were an invaluable source for me beautiful so how on your own did you were you able to do that well i took a couple of classes um through my local spiritualist church, uh, we had a beautiful lady named Christina come from Chicago to Boston when I lived in Boston and uh, did uh, uh, some Akashic Records uh, classes for us. Um, I, I was attuned through her and that was, th uh, she taught through the, um, 
Linda Howe method of the Akashic Records. So it's basically a, a prayer process. And I've kind of a, made my own now. Um, but in the beginning, I worked with that and I opened, that's how I would open the records. And it's basically for myself. I tell people, you want, it's your energy within the Akashic Records. Mm -hmm. Set your intention. Set your intention that, hey, I'm going to open the records. You know, and that's how, honestly, that's how I learned how to do it better. Okay. Setting my intention and saying, okay, look, here's my list of questions. I'm going to give myself five minutes to ask as many questions as I can and get as much answer as I can. And then I'm going to step out and close the record. And each time I increased it, you know, for maybe now it's seven minutes, 10 minutes, because it is a high vibration and just right. stepping into it could be a little bit of kind of like an energetic shock. Right. But, um, but since it is, you're asking to step into your energy and view yourself through the eyes of the Akashic folks, <laughs> there's a governing. <laughs> there you go. I love that. I love that. So I, I think you have asked many of the questions I could. Um, <laughs> So I want to, okay. I, well, I know there's more, there's always going to be more, but I wanted to talk about some of, um, cause obviously you had a lot of people read parts of the book. I was one of them, you know, or read the book and I loved it. Um, but I wanted to bring up, um, you know, what some other people, the reviews were, what they wrote about and you know, them because you posted them. <laughs> Um, oh God, me talk about myself. I can't do that. You're doing great. You're doing great. That's why I ask questions because it makes it so much easier. And I can understand okay. that because when you sent me it and you said, will you do this? And I went, yeah, but I can almost feel your hesitation. Of like, this is a piece of me. Will you judge me? Will you, you know what I mean? It, it's no longer something I'm proud of as much as it's like, oh, God, I'm putting myself out there to my peers. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's exactly how I felt. I ain't going to lie. You picked you know, up on it. Yeah, I could, I could feel it going, oh, Leslie, it's going to be amazing. Um, and I want this for other people to understand it, too. You know, because each one of us, I think, had a little bit of a different take on the book, you know? Like Diane mm. wrote Leslie's description and examples of the twin flame connections cleared up the mystery surrounding who the, your twin flame is and why they are part of your life experience. Her step-by-step -step instructions on connecting with the twin flame and determining that person truly is your twin, very comprehensive. It is obvious that Leslie has a thorough research and information she presented in her book. Her descriptions of numerology, astrology, and all things metaphysical were concise and easy to follow. I would highly recommend the book to anyone interested in the finding of the twin flame and basic understanding of the metaphysical. I love what Diane wrote. You know, I really do. But there in itself adds some questions like, you know, um, how did you go about the research? How did you, you know, it's, it's kind of like, it's almost like talking about the lady of lake and saying, Hey, she's real. You know what I mean? How do you research something that's make believe that maybe not be make believe that is real. Does that make sense? So how do you do that? How do you research that? How do you make that truth? Well, it's kind of like mediumship. Most people don't 
believe that we can communicate with those on the other side until you show it until you prove it so how i did research was basically i was blessed to have a group around me of people who were curious or were already walking a path with their twin flame and i was able to kind of tap into their relationship and find out more you know what obviously I asked them, you know, but, and just to find out more, like, Hey, how did you guys meet? Hey, with, you know, what is it? Like I was blessed because I grew up in a house with twin flames and didn't know it until I started putting the puzzle pieces together of their relationship. So, um, it was basically proving it. I set the parameters and I said, okay, if, if the twin flame relationship is this, then I need this, this, and this to prove it. And that's where we talk about all the theories and uh, all the uh, methods of proving because people can, you know, people will always say when it comes to flames, you just know, right. well, if you're someone like me, no, no. you got to have, so it's, that's literally what it's like. It's like doing, doing mediumship but for twin flames we have to take all of the evidence ask all the questions go step by step by step you know when you do mediumship first question is what's your name how old are you how did you die you know how did you, you go through all of these questions that you ask spirit so that's basically i do anyway i don't know if i don't get names so i don't ask him so i'm never gonna know my twin flame's name he's gonna be like hey it's me <laughs> and this is how I died. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it is the same. It's really the same about trying to get as much, it's much evidence out there. Asking the question, going, going and looking and seeing how it makes sense together. Um, but that's really how we prove it, just to do it, just to prove it. Because I went through my team, for example, when I said to them, prove it, how did they do that? By having every single class, every circle, every conversation I had, had something to do, even if it's a tiny little nugget about Chico. Right. So it's that was important in the research. Once I realized that, I could go back and go, oh, I see the methodology now. Let's do it the same way. Right. We're going to prove it. And really, you don't have to prove it to others. You just have to prove it to yourself. Right. Now, how would you feel if this book you wrote became basically the textbook of Twin Flames? Oh, I would be blessed. I would well, it's kind of like if you think about it, there's a lot of books on mediumship. There's a lot of books on it. But if you go back to some of them, they're basically the textbook of doing research on something that didn't exist. Does that make yep. sense? Populist didn't think existed. Exactly. That is so true. I, I I mean, I didn't write the book with that intention, but if that actually came to fruition, I would I I think I would cry. <laughs> I think I would be so blessed and humbled, I think I would probably cry. Um, because I know that there's so many folks out there that are in and for lack of a better word, desperate to locate their other half and for whatever reason doesn't matter what the reason is but what they and i just want to help them so badly <laughs> i want to help them understand that we're already connected yeah i love that 
I love that. Um, let me see. I want to read another one. I wrote, I, I clipped them all, but I want to read another one. Um, from Rebecca and it's Rebecca Stardust. What an, I love that name. Um, for all of you who are searching for your twin flame and trying to determine if you even have one, like that's my question. Leslie gives you all the information, tools, and meditations to get you started. She describes the difference between a soulmate and the twin flame and tells you how to make the determination. If you're wondering if you have met your twin flame, using numerology, zodiac, astrology, birth charts, and other methods are at, as outlined in Leslie's easy-to-understand book, you'll have your answers in no time. Now that's another big question in that one. I like yeah, I'm like getting all comfortable, you know, like <laughs> we're gonna so get a fine. pillow, like we're gonna have an all-night discussion now. <laughs> so what yeah, is yeah. the difference between a soulmate and a twin flame and how do you tell the difference? Um, well, we've talked about what a twin flame is. A twin flame is literally equal of your soul, the mm -hmm. other half of it. It has the same uh soulful spiritual dna there's only one a soulmate is someone who's compatible someone who exists in your solely verse that evolves around you at all times and it's someone that can help you on your path or conversely that come into your path so that you can help them so to be short a twin flame comes in and completely turns your life upside down. A soulmate kind of helps you sort you, you know, sort your way through the trees to the clearing. So you can actually find your way. That's really the difference. And you can have millions and millions of soulmates. And sometimes the soulmate is like, you know, someone you smile at during, you know, during the morning when, after you've had your coffee. And that's the last time you see Right. But you make your day by smiling at them. Yeah, because I know I've had soulmates where it's like, and, and they don't seem to understand it, where I'll go, I know we're soulmates. I know without a doubt. And now I don't have anything to do with them. They're like, but I thought we were soulmates. Yeah, but it doesn't mean we have to hang on to each other forever. <laughs> you know, I don't have to be with you every day. Sometimes you go years. Sometimes you never see them again. But when I look back on what they added to my life, you know, it's amazing. It's mind blowing, you know? Yep. And that is, that is actually how they help you. They add so much to your life. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, you know, the twin flame is the tornado or the hurricane that comes through <laughs> and maybe a soulmate is FEMA. Who knows? It's, that's kind of the relationship sort of bad analogy, but that's kind of I, how it goes. I like that analogy. <laughs> I love it. I mean, their soulmate's going to come eventually. You just don't know when, and it could take years. But, you know, it's there. It's there. It's there. Now, Annette, Annette, Antoinette, Antoinette. I'm working on my names, Antoinette. And I'm so excited when I say them correctly. I'm like, yes, got it. Marie says, if you're searching for answers as to why your connection to someone feels altogether different and has turned your life upside down, this is the book to read. It's impressively simple way of explaining the twin flame connection with bringing will bring peace of your mind to your mind and soul. Leslie Sampson not only tackles the stages of the connection, she guides you through the different techniques to determine who this person is to you and if they are your twin flame or one of your many soulmates. 
Now, with that being said, um, she is talking about the different stages. So can you touch on that a bit? Yes. I am nitpicking this like you wouldn't believe, aren't I? <laughs> it's okay. I love it. It's great. I want I people it. to know why to read this book, you know, like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, there are several things that exist within the twin flame relationship. And one of those is called, they're called stages. There are different stages, just like there are different stages of grief, for example, there are different stages of the twin flame relationship. Mm -hmm. And, and some people will say there are seven, some people will say there are 11. I happen to believe there are eight. And we talk about them in the book, but each stage helps you progress onto you know, you're, you know, learning your life lessons, coming together, getting over the the craziness and the humps. I compare it to actually riding on a roller coaster because, you know, and getting sick on a roller coaster because that's what happens. It's such an up and down relationship that once you understand like, okay, wait a minute, in this stage, I feel like I'm going to vomit on the roller coaster. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're normal. Okay. We're good. Let's do this. Um, so once you understand what stage applies to your current reality, for example, then it makes it easier to see your way through. And I also give you a little bit of guidance on how to make it through each stage um, because it's important. Now, I will talk about the last stage a little bit. It's called union. Okay. In the twin flame universe, union is the goal. And they believe that it means that you're just united with your twin flame. Okay. Myself, <laughs> I will never say that that actually happens because in my brain, being completely and totally united with my twin flame as I am means that we have learned as much as we're going to learn and we've evolved as much as we're going to evolve and we're done. End of roller coaster. Mm -hmm. That doesn't ever happen. I was going to say, if that happens, your existence stops, wouldn't it? Because we're all about soul growth. Or you become an yeah. elder guide and call it a day. <laughs> right, exactly. Which I'm looking forward to eventually one day in some millennia. Anyways, <laughs> but, and so people think that that is the ultimate goal, that you're just united and you guys are connected. You're connected via, you know, chakra alignment. You're connected via soul alignment. You're connected through this, that, and the other thing. And it completely misses the point. So I always say that Chico and I will never be in full union because we refuse to evolve, stop evolving because the whole point is soul evolution. So, um, but yes, there are, I consider eight. Can I name them off the top? No, because brain but i know that there are eight i love that it's brain <laughs> so simple brain brain okay i gotta tell you i love that i love i love how you explain that though too because i think that gives a lot of people a lot of information okay and something to look forward to as to why to do this you know so Isabel, Isabella Rose wrote, through the techniques shared in this book, I was able to confirm my own truth or my own twin flame relationship with my late fiance. I highly recommend find your twin flame, understand a connection to your soul's other half, to anyone interested in learning about twin flames, beginners and those who are seasoned in the spiritual development field alike. Now, I like that because her, your book helped her understand, you know, 
understand it. And it's funny because your book for me, because I always thought one of my relationships was a twin flame and it made me realize, oh, hell no, you were just a mate. And thank God that's because if you were my other, oh my God, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so for me, it showed the opposite. And I love that. So what do you say to people like that? I mean, that do come to you and say, oh my God, you like blew my mind away and made so much clarity on so many things. Um, oh my goodness. Uh, well, actually what I said to Bella about her comment was, uh, I, I, it humbled me because I do know a little bit about her background and her history and the fact that her twin flames passing was equally as tragic as mine. Um, and it was just such a beautiful realization for me. And that's actually what I told her. I said, I'm glad you had this beautiful realization because it's almost kind of like a, everyone around her had the same, had this understanding, but she didn't. And it kind of opened her eyes to that. And for myself, when people say to me, wow, that makes so much sense or have a similar comment, I, I am in gratitude. I'm not surprised because I were, I did this in tandem with spirit and I'm mean, not just my own twin flame, but you know, with my spiritual team. So I know that they were, you know, they ensured that things would be written or included in the way that would help people the best. And that was my intention um, during the process. So I always just kind of smile and, and, you know, in gratitude and say, thank you, because I, it's validation for me that my team over it so um and that spirit works all the way through this book so what what better thing can you get than that i mean just to have that validation and you know, i i'm a sucker for validation so <laughs> i, I love that, it <laughs> and i think that is a big thing because it is validation for um maybe not so much you yourself but it's a validation for the work and for spirit and everything else which is huge mm -hmm. which is huge yeah. So what I mean, or no, go ahead. Well, no, usually when you get a validation, even as a medium, when you get that validation that something makes sense to someone, it has nothing to do with you personally. It's all about spirit. You know, yes. you're just the best. So I consider this the same way. So I, I guess is a better way to answer that question. Right. And I love that. I love how you bring that up because I... You know, outside of like a website or something like that, I don't ever ask for testimonial. I just, and, and this is point blank why. It's because I know you've had this too, where people come up going, oh my God, you've seen this and this, and thank you so much because you were 100% accurate. And you're like, and now I just feel bad, but I'm always like, who are you? I mean, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't, because people don't necessarily understand that when we open up to spirit, when we open up to, mediumship or the energy it's not us i mean i always tell people god gave me this mouth and he went oh my god we screwed up she doesn't know how to shut it up so what are we gonna, what are we gonna do with it now that we created it <laughs> i mean yeah. he said, let her talk to dead people because you know what it's falling on deaf ears <laughs> yeah so well, it's I a curve there i honestly tell my folks i'll say like towards the end of the session i'll say look if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can absolutely 100% contact me and I'll try to rebuild our connection. And I said, but I'm, I'm not going to remember a single solitary thing that went on here. No. And I explained to them why. And I find that that works a lot better because when they do come back and they will, you know, for whatever reason, mm -hmm. 
And I'm always happy to, you know, to help them, you know, but when they do come back, they'll be like, okay, so last time you said, I know you're not going to remember it, but last time you said, <laughs> I'll be like, spirit said that. And they remember it. I don't yeah. My, you know, my so mouth that, opened up, came out, been doing yeah. it since birth. You know, I mean, I've been going blah, 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 since birth, maybe not always making sense. You know? <laughs> so, so what books are coming? What's more? Can you talk about that? You about who? I didn't hear you. Books. More books. Can you talk about them? Do um, you talk about them? Well, I know I'm in the process of writing one about strictly about the Akashic Records. Ooh, I can't yeah. wait to read that. <laughs> Funny thing is, is I started off my writing career as a fiction writer. And uh, I have a story in my brain that's going to come out eventually, but it's actually a fictional story. So, um, and I do know that uh, down the road, there'll probably be a, a little bit more of an advanced Twin Flame book. Um because I, I didn't get to everything, if you can believe it. Uh, oh there's gosh. more. There's more. There's more. I so I do know that it will eventually, I believe, come down the pike. So I can't wait for those. Because you know what? I have a feeling when people get this book. Because today, guys, you can go get this book. You can. It's there. You can go to Llewellyn and go give me the book. This, this lady's no joke. She... And I'm not dissing anybody because self-advertisement and self-publishing is freaking phenomenal. Thank God we can do this. But this is a book Leslie wrote. She submitted it to a book, you know, publishing company, rather large one. And they said, give me the book. Give me the book. My big puffy cheeks. Give me the book. <laughs> And they are doing everything. Oh my God, I got flies. What are the symbols of flies? I'm thinking they're little annoying fairies. <laughs> yeah, I think they are. <laughs> you know, um, God bless the fairies. Um, but you know what? You can go to Llewellyn Book and, and order this book. You can go to Walmart, order this book. You can go to Amazon. I can't imagine all the places you can go find this book. But today is a day they're, they're going to say, you can have it. It's no more pre-ordered. You can have it. We're going to ship it today. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. trust me, this is a process because we talked about this book last year. This was accepted last year. This has been a process. You're like, I wrote it. I wrote it. What more you got to do? Just <laughs> put in some ink to paper. There's a whole process after that that I didn't know. <laughs> so, um, no, I appreciate that. Thank you. And it's actually available on pretty much every major market online, every major site. So, um, yeah, and if you're looking, in some cases, you might actually get to go to Walmart and buy it. I'm telling you what. I'm telling you what. Someday, I have a hope and a dream that someday I will bridge all my fears and write my book and I can go into like Barnes and Noble and there it is. I, I really want it on that front table. Like when you walk in, not the clearance table. <laughs> the one that says like bestseller or Hey, come get this. You know, it's not on the table. We're trying to get rid of this crap. You know, it's the table. No, those I was specific those about are... this manifestation, you know, or it'll be yeah, my luck. Be. It'll come out and it'll be clear and straight. I don't want that. So no. I got to be specific. <laughs> the 
Well, those are the ones you can find at like the bargain places, like at like Dollar Tree and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't want that book. I want mine to be, you know. <laughs> so I, I would leave this to you, but I'm so excited. I'm going to do this. These are places because I don't know if everybody knows this. This is we are starting her launch right now. We're starting to let people know. Not that Leslie has not been doing amazing Snapchat filter everything. Unknown unknown caller see everybody's trying to get it already <laughs> spam is calling for your book <laughs> oh, awesome. um we are launching her book right now but other places you can go like we are doing the the live stream right now as as a start just to say hey here we go let's do this you know what i mean um because i'll tell you what in california they haven't they have barely woke up it is two hours ago it is barely woke up and they know now they can click the button they can go to walmart because it's open um okay right after this i 11 13 no there are 13 that's just a few days that's like this weekend guys she is doing a book signing at the stardust spirit shop from one to three is that next to dollywood i don't know which country that's <laughs> <laughs> no it's in <laughs> dollywood i would love signing a dollywood dolly yeah, dolly if you're listening if anybody knows dolly Trust me, this woman is there every other weekend. She'll bring her books. Just put a table out. She'll be good. <laughs> I might be lucky and write a song about my book. That would be super awesome. Oh, not only, you know, she's got the, the book giveaway book to the kids. This one will just be to the high schoolers. You never know. Dolly, Dolly, if you're listening, we got this for you. <laughs> I know. It's trying. <laughs> Because, I you know, the it. Beatles are just not really with me anymore. So we got to go with Dolly. <laughs> Anybody knows Leslie? She's huge Beatles and huge Dolly. So, and that's Dolly Parton. So if anybody had questions. <laughs> oh, um, just to interject, because, you know, this, this is going to sound crazy, but how awesome is it that I love Paul McCartney and he had a book released last week and I have a book released this week. Oh my so God. This That's like kismet. That's like, now Paul McCartney. Okay. We'll, we'll add him in. He can stand next to the table next to you at Dollywood. <laughs> awesome. So the Stardust Spiritual Shop, where's that at? It's in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Chattanooga, Ch I love that. Chattanooga, Tennessee. I think there's a song about that. Yeah. Pardon me, boys. That Chattanooga choo-choo. See, she could be a singer too. I love it. That's all she's got. Um, and on November twentieth, which is the weekend after, it's another event and signing at the Phoenix and Dragon Bookstore from four to five thirty. So is that Chattanooga also, or is that someplace else? That's in Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia. Ooh, you're getting around, girl. You are getting around. I love this. Um, you know what, and and I do like, because this is actually, you can go to Leslie's Facebook site and see this, um, go to LeslieSansonObviously.com, Llewellyn Books, anywhere else they can find you or your book, I mean. Um, <laughs> socials, all on Instagram, on Twitter, as much as I hate Twitter. Um, obviously I Facebook. I don't understand Twitter. I'm not twatting yeah. anybody. I'm not Twitter. I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't understand it. My brain does not. I don't get Twittering and <sighs> I don't understand. But I'm on there. I I'm also on I TikTok, but I don't get it. Huh? I'm also on TikTok, but I don't understand it either. 
Yeah, me neither. Me neither. I got friends that do it. Oh my god, look, I'm getting like a little blotchy, round blotchy parts on me. It's because we're having such a good time. That's what it is. We're having a blast. I'm having a blast. And I'll tell you what, I am so thankful you came on today. Thankful that you blessed me to be part of this day for you because I'll tell you what, I'm so excited. I'm so happy for you. Oh, you don't even know. You don't even know. And if this book hits Barnes and Noble, I'm going to be the first one to grab it because I want to say I got this book from what, you know, yeah. It's there. <gasps> ah, let's go. <laughs> it's at least on barnesandnoble.com. I don't know about the bookstore yet, but I know it's on the dot com so you can get it there. I love it. See, everybody, there you go. There's not a place you cannot find Leslie's, Leslie's book. So thank you so much, Leslie. I am so adore you. You don't even know. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> you were like you were like my soulmate from another mother in this lifetime in green grasses, no matter how small they are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. I concur a hundred percent. Well, thank you. And everybody, I will be back in a few minutes here after our break. This is Jet Renee on School Through Spirit, WLTK TV. Meet Nicole Strickland, one of the leading San Diego paranormal researchers. Nicole offers a gentle and humble approach to working with spirit energies. Being the founder of the San Diego Paranormal Research Society, Nicole is no stranger to the unknown. Due to Nicole's vast knowledge of the paranormal, she is widely sought after for speaking engagements on topics like children of the paranormal, paranormal investigation 101 and 102, history of spiritualism, and more. Not only does Nicole research the afterlife, but also writes about it, and is the author of several books pertaining to the paranormal and its history. Nicole has appeared on television shows like My Ghost Story, Travel Channel's Famously Afraid, Good Morning San Diego, and more. Have a conference or event coming up? Contact Nicole on her website, authornicolestrickland.com. That's authornicolestrickland.com. Everybody, welcome back to uh, School Through Spirit on WLK, WLTK TV. Um, I have had the most joyous time speaking with Leslie Sampson this morning, talking about her book, um, Twin Flame. Um, just wow, 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 wow. I love, I love it, Leslie. I, if you can't see and experience, just read her book. I'll tell you what, it's just awesome. She's awesome. I love her. Um, we're going to go to our readings, our weekly reading this week. So as always, I'm using the Intuitive Soul and Oracle cards by Lisa Williams. Again, you're going to be hard-pressed to get these cards, but I love these cards. This is not an advertisement of it. It's just a deck of cards that I love, love, love to use. So, and I'm here and pull five cards today. Okay. So, and I am going to do a backup clarification card. Um, from, do, 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 I bought this deck for my granddaughter. She's four. She loves them already, but I haven't looked at them. 
It is Unicorns by Paolo Barberi. Paolo Barberi. Um, Barberi. Uh, Barberi, I think. Um, we're working on those names, like I said. Um, and I haven't even looked at them. Uh, I know my granddaughter has. She's four. She had a fun time looking through them all. Um, as anybody knows that we've been teaching her how to do Oracle cards. Um, slowly but surely working on matching, you know, looking the details of the pictures and going from there. But we're picking five cards today with the one card clarifier. Um, so how this works is you're going to pick a number, one through five. You can pick one. You can pick two numbers. You can pick three, four, five, all the numbers. It's, it's really your reading. And that card really is going to kind of bring through information, what you need to work on for this week, okay, or how this week's going to go. So let's shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Oh, my God, we got one that fell out. So we're going to take that one and put it as card number one. I normally don't read cards that just fall, but I think that's got to, got to. I'm going to go cut what I have, and we're going to bring up the first card. Communication, guys, communication. Can you see it? Talking, taking action, listening, and opinionated. I love this one because not only in this picture do you depict a man and a woman sitting down um, someplace like in a park or lawn and talking, but you also see a ton of orbs. And the orbs to me mean spirit or energy, basically spirit all around them. But it's a lot of communication. So it's communicating between the two, um, earthbound or earth plane people, and also communication with spirit. So to myself this week, I would say that you really learn how to communication with spirit or communication um, of all forms, not just spirit. Um, I always like to think it is spirit, but it is learning how to talk, how to listen, how to ask those questions, how to absorb the information you're receiving and being able to literally give that information back in a way that makes sense to you. So to me, if you pick number one, you're really working on communication. Okay. Card number two is the relationship card. It's a growth, the understanding, compromise, love, relationship with self and others. Okay. Relationship card. You know, you can take this many different ways, but every time I look at this, and even though the relationship says a lot about growth, you know, with other people also, I look at this a lot of times as relationship with yourself. Okay. That's yourself, your inner self, your soul, um, all of that that works with that. And I think this week we're really working on a lot of soul growth and a lot of understanding your soul, what your soul needs, what it needs to kind of evolve, kind of go on from here. Okay. And I'm thinking right now, this is a period of time where, you know, it's time to start working with that relationship with self. Number three, the butterfly card. It has changed transformation, growth, Beauty, spread your wings and fly, fly, fly. Number three, I love this card, guys. I love, love, love this card. This card to me just depicts everything about transformation, about going on. You have done so much work and it's okay to walk out of that period of I don't have to sit where I used to be. It's time for me to transform. It's time for me to spread my wings. It's time for me to take and all the information you've had, all the information that you have brought into yourself and really just kind of, you know, push yourself and, and become what you truly are. You've taken that growth. Now let yourself act upon it and, and become more of who you've always wanted to be. Okay. Um, so that really is, it's time for you to soar. So 
come out of your cocoon. It's done. It's time. Just let yourself, let yourself go. Okay. Oh, like it's the playground card, everybody. This is youth, playfulness, inner child fun, and laughter. Again, you are going in and you are going to let the inner child come out. Okay. You know, it's so funny because I just said this the other day. We are really in a day and an age when, um, you know, when you were a kid, when you were a kid and you wanted to be a fireman so bad. Oh, my God. All you want to do is grow up and be a fireman. And when you grew up, you decided to work on cars. And there's nothing wrong with working on cars. But really, your heart, every time you see a fire truck go by, it just soars. This is about letting your inner child come out and be playful and have fun and that imagination of a child that fun of a child maybe it's time for you to look into what those things are that you really want to do why you want to do it and really act upon that you know and i'm not saying jump up change careers but what i am saying is start looking at life as through the eyes of a child that purity of heart and allow yourself to embrace it and have fun with it the last card don't we wish don't we wish summer card Heat, embarkment, and back vacation. Vacation. I look at this card, and you know what? I do love the summer card because, and this is the reason, is because during the summertime, when you look, I'm from Wisconsin. I'm from Wisconsin. So summer doesn't necessarily just mean heat. I mean, we have heat. Don't get me wrong. But you know what? When I look at summer, I'm looking at this is a period of time that you are looking at what you have planted. And you're watering it and you're watching it grow and you're watching the leaves come up. It's kind of like looking at a corn stalk coming up because when it comes up, it's just so itty bitty. And as it raises, raises towards the sun and it gets longer and taller, these great big leaves come out and they just fold over and they're just beautiful. And it gets this gorgeous bud on top. And as it continues to grow, you see the corn the corn cobs literally start to sprout and grow. And that's what I think about summer. So when I'm, if you picked card number five, I really am looking at the fact that you are in a huge growth portion of your life. Whatever you're working on, you're at this portion where it's growing. Okay. It's growing. It's developing it. This is your time to water. This is your time to add the sunlight. This is your time to sit back and go, you know what? I've done the hard work. I've, I've, I've dug through the dirt. I've gone inwards. I have planted what I want. And this is my time just to sit back, water, and let the sunshine do what it needs to do and allow this to grow up. Okay. And watch it prosper. Okay. Watch it prosper. And that is huge right there, guys. That is huge. And that's what I think if you pick number five, it's about. Although I love the vacation part, it is kind of like that party. I mean, because it's not necessarily a vacation because you can't walk away from your crop. But you know what? You're in between the plant, you know, digging up the ground and, and planting and in between the harvest where the hard work begins again. So for me, it's kind of a vacation anyway. It's time to, you know, do that part. So let's pull our clarification card. And as I said, we're using the unicorn deck. I, I grabbed this literally because it says unicorns. My granddaughter's all about unicorns. She's just, everybody should have a horn on their head um, type of thing. So let's pull our clarification card and see where we sit with that. 
just love new cards. We are looking at not a cloud fluidity. <laughs> you like that fluidity. And I love this because it is a look at this card. These are awesome. Oh my God. These are awesome. I love, 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 love this. Um, and I love it because if you're looking at numerology, this is 29 put together. That's 11. Guess what guys? Look at a lot. Look up 11 and angel card numbers. Um, but if you're looking at this card, it's gorgeous because you're seeing the unicorn that's actually made into the clouds, which is just the image of it. Um, and the gentleman or the little guy, what areas is riding a clownfish, which is flipping awesome. But I like the fluidity. I like the fluidity because it's showing that the unicorn is not a cloud, that it's actually a unicorn and the fluidity of it. So literally when you're looking at everything in life, everything should really just be flowing. Now, I know we look at life as, oh my God, sometimes it's just a struggle. Sometimes it's too hard. Sometimes it's like, oh my God, am I ever going to get through this? You know, and we do look at life that way. It's not easy to look at life any other way but that. But what I will tell you is, you know what, when you look back on things, you really see how fluid things were, how things just kind of were like, hey, you know what, it, it was supposed to happen that way. It, this is how it was supposed to jive. This is how it was supposed to work. And that's exactly what that card is meaning. So when you're looking at how you are going to, you know, how you're going to look at some of the stuff throughout life, especially if you're picking these cards, you can look at it and go, you know what? This doesn't have to be that hard. I can just let this flow, let the energy of it flow um, and just enjoy life. Just enjoy life. Okay, because that's what all this is, is a process. It's about a soul's experience. Let your soul enjoy it. Let your soul just kind of continue on. Um, so, you know, let, let everything you're doing with whatever card you got this week, just be something that naturally flows. Okay, I hope that all makes sense and understanding on that. I hope, I hope, I hope. I'm putting all these cards away before I lose them because a four-year-old little girl can get very upset if I lost her cards. And I'm going to put them over here where they belong. Now, in a little bit, I did take a picture of that card, and I will put it in on the comments, questions, and concerns that you do have that for the week. I always love trying to do it while we're on the show. I don't always have success with that, but I sure do try. Um, because I want you to have it. I want I want you to have this and and be able to use it through, you know, kind of a resource to look back on um, the week um, just to be able to say, hey, you know what? I, I got a little something to look at. Um, I am going to bring that back up. Oh, I never am good at this. I'm always trying, but you know what? Might have to do it after the show. So with that being said, I am going to bring up our shows for the week, our shows for the week. Um, this is going to take a little bit just because I haven't gotten a new list on what the shows are. But you know what? I kind of have an idea. I kind of have an idea. Um, so we do start with myself today, which is School Through Spirit and WLTKDB. I am here every Monday morning. Well, not everyone. A lot of Monday mornings, most night, Monday mornings at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. I am on until about 11-ish. <laughs> um, tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., we have Christina Bloom with Be the Change, and she's on at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. She's on for an hour. Uh, tomorrow evening, though, we get busy. Tuesdays are busy. Um, we have Newbridge Radio with Kevin Mackey. He is on at 7 Central Standard Time. 
Uh, Haunted Voices is right after that with Todd Bates. He is on at uh, 8 Central Standard Time. And beyond him is at 10 is Paranormal Pete with Pete O'Reilly. Now, I do believe it is, um, I'm going to have to look this up. I apologize. We're going to go back to it because I need to look it up. Um, on to Over the Target. Thank you. On to Wednesday, Wednesdays evenings, we have Over the Target, and that is with Missy Hart and Nicole Ford. Another amazing show. She's, they look at conspiracies and just everything, everything. Amazing show. Really just amazing interactive show. Thursday nights, we have got Afterlife, Chron Afterlife Chronicles, and that's with Nicole Strickland. She's on 8 Central Standard Times on Thursdays. And Fridays, we have Secrets Within with Rennie Rodriguez, and that's at 8 Central Standard Time. <clears throat> Excuse me. And with always, and I'm going to tell you this, it's, it's amazing because we do have our show live. It is awesome. You know what? You can listen to me, hear me, whatever right now. And it's awesome because, like I said, we have all the different platforms. We have we have the website itself. We have Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. I don't know if we're on Instagram, but I'm sure we're going to try if we can. Um, so many different platforms. But when this is over with, it goes into an archive. And the archive is awesome. Now, you can do one of two things. You can either go to um, WLTK or you can just look up School Through Spirit. Now... Oh my God, let me see if I can remember all the lists because the list is huge. It is Apple Podcast, uh, Google Podcast, um, iHeartRadio, Podbeam, Spotify, uh, Audible, Amazon Music. You know, it's there, guys. I mean, ones that I don't think it's on, check to see if it's your local, your, your go-to spot. See if it's there. Let me know if there's more. But that podcast there is there forever. You can also go, if it's just School Through Spirit you want to see, go to my website, www.dietrene.com. There is a listing of my show, my archive, thank you, Todd, on there every week. As soon as the show's done, my producer, Todd, goes, boom, he throws us everywhere we have a podcast on. And he also puts at least my show on my website so that everybody has that resource to go look at, Okay. If you're seeing this in a podcast, do me a favor, shoot us a message that you like it, because I'll tell you what, we're going to do more of it if you do. And as always, if you have a voice and you have something to say and you want a platform, please reach out to my producer, Todd, on the website, which is the WLTKDB.com. Um, let him know you would like to have your own show. Trust me, we, you know... My my journey, my station in life right now with the with the station itself is to help grow the station. Let's build it. Let's let's. I have a saying that says we're going to keep him in his in his underoos all day long, so he doesn't have a chance to do anything other than work on the TV show. Um, because I really do think it's that amazing, that awesome. Um, so if you want your own show, it's reasonably priced. Get a hold of him. Send him a message. Also, the same thing with advertisement. Okay, you've seen some of the beautiful advertisements we do have. There's different ones that go on throughout the week. So if it's something that you want, if you want to advertise, please reach out to Todd. He will do all the work for you. All he's gonna say, hey, send me this. You know, what do you want to advertise? Send me the information you want in, and he's the one that puts it all together. He's a rock star at this stuff. And again, it's inexpensive. It's beautiful. That advertisement, yes, it is live as the show is live. 
but get this, it doesn't go away. You are paying for the live advertisement. That's what you pay for. But everybody that listens to podcasts, sees podcasts, guess what they're going to get? Your advertisement. So you're paying for the live, but it's going to stay forever. So I'll tell you what, you're not going to get that with any TV show, any newspaper, any anything. So unless you wait 20 years and, you know, grandma packed your dishes with the newspapers. So either way, that is it. Um, please, Sucha, we're here for you. We really are. Now, next week, let's open up the book. Go all the way to November because I can't believe we're in November. Isn't that crazy? We're in November again already. Already. Wow, I have a week. It's such a busy week. Next week. Oh, my God. You are got a treat next week. Do I tell you? Maria Celeste is going to be back. Maria Celeste. Oh my God, this lady is my soul sister. I love, love, love her. You've seen her last year on here. She was supposed to be here a few months ago. We had some um, technical difficulties, so the show could not go on her date. So I'm bringing her on next week, Monday the 15th. This lady is a rock star, literally. Um, she's a lady of rock. She's a lady of of, of rocks and minerals. She's a lady of mediumship. She is a trans medium. She is everything and anything. And I'll tell you what, she's even ordained through the spiritualist church. This lady is awesome. She's an inspiration. I simply love her. And uh, you got to stay tuned. If you didn't see her before, you got to see her now. So thank you everybody for joining me. This has been Diet Renee with School Through Spirit on WLTK DB. See you next week.